You're with Julian on the brown note. Why the rate scandal might actually be, and I'm calling it the thing that takes down Scott Morrison, after years of scandals where the compliant Australian media won't do a single thing, won't take any action against Scott Morrison, won't hold him to account for anything. And the Liberal Party, the, the wider Liberal Party, the wider Coalition Party in Australia, their behaviour is, it's almost like the end of the Roman Empire. And the kiss-ass media here just never hold them to account they still treat them like they're honorable politicians yet we see scandal after scandal that would have taken down any government on earth but this one's an interesting one you see mrs morrison is just a little bit of a cynical liar when it comes to not taking ownership of it of these scandals plausible deniability something he picked up from mr howard and throwing other staff under the bus. But this one could end up biting him really hard. So if you don't know the story, because you've been on Facebook and not in the news, um, Brittany Higgins was a young staffer who attended uh, an event and got incredibly drunk and was taken back to the government's offices in Canberra, the official government building where the government works, and taken into uh, past security, who noticed that she was too inebriated to talk by a senior Liberal staffer, the guy that is now accused of four rapes. He took her into the office of the Defence Minister. He needed to get the security guard to unlock the door. He went into the room with her, and as far as proving rape goes, the fact that all of this is on CCTV, he left by himself and the security guard went back to check on her, found her unconscious and half undressed. She said, or, or in a very disturbed state, and she said that she woke up and he was having sex with her. He was halfway through having sex with her. This guy has since been accused by three more women. I've just seen another one that said that this guy felt her up two years previous to this. And uh, I'm weighing up whether to release his name on this show because I don't believe it contravenes any legal things. But some people are saying, oh, it might impact a trial or a fair trial or something like that. But why are we keeping his name secret? Um, I'll look into it a bit more before I do, but it, because it is really easy to find out who this guy is. Lots of info on his name online. Not many friends coming forward. All of them say that he is your archetypal entitled liberal young liberal he went and worked in the health service and so on so anyway Brittany murphy Brittany murphy Brittany higgins i'm just trying to make sure yeah Brittany murphy Brittany higgins um reported this to her boss this is in the defense minister's office and the whole thing basically got he she went to the police two days later and reported it once but didn't pursue it further she says now that she was pressured not to. It was in the middle of the 2019 election that Scott Morrison won when no one gave him any chance or knew that he was spending hundreds of millions of dollars of taxpayers' money in marginal seats. And what would the public have thought about a rape scandal exploding? And one happening from a Liberal staffer attacking another Liberal staffer in the offices of government is pretty bad. So it was basically swept under the rug. Now, here's where it gets interesting, because lots of people knew. Now, two very senior ministers knew, including Senator Cash, because she basically told her to suck it up. The guy got two letters of recommendation from another minister to enter into his new employer who has let him go in the last day or two. 
And her job was moved to Western Australia, thousands of miles away. And it was basically inferred that she needed to keep quiet for the good of the party after being raped. And she has only now, two years later, formally pursuing legal action against the guy for rape, which she now says she was dissuaded from doing. The amount of people that know about this are a number of security guards who watched the event unfurl, including one who resigned in the coming days because of the fact that they weren't doing anything about it, various government ministers, and the Prime Minister's office and the Prime Minister's chief of staff. Now, Scott Morrison has come forward, and this is why I think that this is doomed for him. He always lies in a manner where you can't catch him. Now, he has put his name on the line saying that he found out on the 12th of February as with people like John Howard the fact that you know he's lying isn't good enough you've got to be able to prove it now Scott Morrison said that he found out the 12th of February this year a few days ago the 3rd of April 2019 there was a text message which has now been published spoke to the Prime Minister's office. He was mortified to hear it. On the 4th of April, police interviewed Brittany. On the 16th of February this year, live in Parliament, Scott Morrison said, I became aware of the alleged sexual assault about 8.30 yesterday evening. The first time my office became aware of the alleged sexual assault, I'm advised, was on the 5th of April this year. Oh, I'm sorry, I misread that. Apologies. It was the 12th of February. How do you misread the 12th of February and say the 5th of April when there's a text message to your office on the 3rd of April 2019 and the police interviewed her on the 4th of April 2019 and you accidentally say that you first found out about it on the 5th of April? No one believes this. But imagine this is like Scott Morrison, again, he never got held accountable for this. He made the incredible claim that this happens in the business sector. We've seen business CEOs of large multinationals quit over having consensual affairs with staff. Anything like this, you've got to be kidding me, saying that no one will lose their job. No one in the Liberals has lost their job apart from the racist who got recommended by the Liberals for his next job. None of the politicians who knew have. Now... For him, if you do extrapolate this into the private sector, can you imagine the CEO of a skyscraper in the CBD? There's a rape in the office down the hall from him, like this, in one of his chief manager's offices, like this, where a staff member brings a girl drunk out of her mind who can't consent into the building at night for no reason, has to get let in by security, has sex in the office, and you don't know. Multiple security know, but you don't know. Two of your senior managers know, but you don't know. Your chief of staff knows, but you don't know. Her job is moved to Western Australia, but you don't know. Who believes you, Scott Morrison? You liar. You knew... Everyone would have known. They wouldn't have swept something so major under the carpet without the boss knowing. It's garbage. And it's up to the Australian media to stop kissing your backside 
and actually call you a liar and pin this to you. And I'm waiting for this trail, which has so far got all the way to the Prime Minister's office, to get to you. And what happens when you are finally caught out for lying just once? Now, sweeping this under the carpet has also had the impact that this guy was never prosecuted and has gone on to rape other women. We're acting in the media, the media's acting like this is just another one of those things. This is a rapist that then raped other women because you swept a rape of one of your own staff under the carpet. The culture of misogyny, it seems to go hand in hand, doesn't it? The Liberal Party has a problem with women. We know this. We know the coalition between the Liberals and the Nationals and their other friends have a history of misogyny. And it seems that these things do go hand in hand. They keep rising up. And you can't tell me there's a big difference between Tony Abbott and how the media treated Julia Gillard to prompt her famous speech on sexism and this. It's all part of a systemic culture that seems from a very woman-hating Liberal Party. It seems part of their culture that leads to things like this, that they attract people like this or that they foment them in their views on women, that the women are the property and that they deserve it because, you know, they're these guys are entitled to it. Look at last year's Four Corners documentary on the ABC, which showed Christian Porter as labelled a lifelong misogynist who goes out at night having risky situations with young staff, female staff members that all the media knows about but doesn't tell us. What this secret shop that they're part of, they don't tell us the news. They know it, but they won't ever do anything. Christian Porter and Alan Tudge were crucified on that documentary for their treatment of women, one of whom suing the government for losing her job. Neither of them lost their job. They're still high and mighty. Christian Porter just destroyed the family court. A guy accused of being a lifelong misogynist that had cheated on two wives just destroyed the court to protect women from men like him. That's Australia today. And all of the media are just as culpable. This is what the editor of The Guardian Australia said. We had Leon Lenore Taylor. We had lists that we gave to new women who came to the press gallery of members of parliament who you really should not go and visit in their offices alone. Why didn't you tell other people? Would that have stopped some of these predators attacking other women? How is that acceptable? How can you then write news about people as honourable politicians and know that you can't actually go into their office by yourself because they might sexually assault you. How have we got to a point where you keep their secrets? You, no one who is able to sexually assault a woman deserves their secrets being kept, especially not if the taxpayer is paying them, and especially not if they're right-wing politicians telling everyone else how to live because of their moral conscience. Absolute crap, and you owe everyone an apology for defending these people, which is what you're doing. I don't know if this will be the end of ScoMo because I'm calling it and saying it is the end of ScoMo. And I believe that people like Peter Dutton and Josh Frydenberg are already crunching the numbers. But the 
obsequious Australian media, I did a piece last year on them, still don't seem to regard this as being a completely shocking event. Um, in any country on earth, these events would have taken down a government. And Scott Morrison is sitting there getting his vaccine smiling when he could potentially have swept a rape of a young woman who was his staff member under the rug, leading to other women getting raped just to win an election. And that is pretty scummy, Scomo.